0: Welcome back to Dating After Death, a podcast dedicated to the journey of finding love again after losing your forever person. And I'm your not-so-anonymous host. I
1: have to be honest, I think
2: about sex all the time now. It kind of feels like a disloyalty or a betrayal of sorts, but it's a bit fuzzy and I can't quite put my finger on it.
3: This new relationship has been hot since the jump feeling like
4: a born again virgin after not having sex for two years and being like in my young 30s when why wouldn't she be having sex right now?
0: So dad, thank you so much for listening to all the podcast episodes. I really love you. It means so much to me. But this one, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to pause right now. And actually, that will go for anybody that I know in real life. Just go ahead and pause because this one's going to get a little too personal. Okay, so now we can get into it. So This is the first time for the podcast that I am doing a non-interview, or just me talking, where I asked for your feedback on the topic of sex. I get a lot of DMs about this and questions about it. And just like every one of the stories that has been told on the podcast so far is completely unique the sex experiences are also. People's approaches are so different and everybody's is their own and they're wildly different and so it seemed like the perfect time to hear from you all. So I gathered voice messages that you all sent in and I'm excited to share them with you. I think that I'm going to start with some of the trepidation because there's such a range in the way people feel about sex after their spouse dies or their partner dies. It sort of ranges from nervous, guilty, Worried, too excited, too mind blown. So, I think let's start with the trepidation because, for me personally, after my husband died, I knew that there would be love for me again. I knew I would engage in this activity again, but I had lots of questions and concerns. A lot of them were like, will anybody ever adore me and love me in the same way that my husband did? I had concerns about my body and being naked in front of somebody else. I had, like, major anxiety about talking to people about STDs and just staying healthy. I wasn't sure even just logistically, like, how the hell am I supposed to have sex with somebody when I have two kids at home? Like, I'm not going to pay a babysitter until like 2 in the morning, but that's when I want to be out. (laughs) And, you know, it's just complicated. It's so complicated. So anyway, let's start with some of the worries and then I promise we will get to some of the good stuff.
5: It's only been a little over four months, but I'm dreading the vulnerability of dating and being intimate with someone new. My husband and I were just so comfortable with each other's bodies. I'm also realizing that I would like the affection and being touched and appreciated by another man, but I'm not ready to give that to someone else.
4: But then the night of, I kind of freaked out because this body that I was used to with my husband after having four kids is not what I would imagine somebody else seeing for the first time and just kind of got a little insecure there. And then also just, I'm sure people do things different than what my husband and I did. So just that whole realm of possibilities kind of freaked me out. Um, Oh, I'm also very, very worried slash afraid slash in my head about like, my body language and my body literally being like, no, 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 Even though I might be saying yes, 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 yes. Um, that kind of happened when I had my first kiss on a date since being widowed. I literally was a statue. Like that bug-eyed face emoji. My face probably looked like that. I had a gazillion thoughts. It wasn't a bad kiss, but like, I don't know if I actually participated in it. I don't know what he thought my face looked like because it it probably looked like that emoji. So I'm like literally afraid that my body will go, I don't know, rigid.
0: (laughs) Oh. Okay, so I do feel like I want to chime in a little bit here and help transition us to something a little more hopeful. So as I just told you, I had those same worries about my body, about being naked with somebody else, nobody else seeing me as attractive. But actually what happened for me, and I've actually heard this from lots of people, that there's something very freeing about the feeling of having sex again with somebody new. And for me, my boyfriend loves and appreciates my whole body. And he's only ever seen it after this body has had babies. And to me, that has wiped away all of my insecurity because he sees it for exactly what it is at my age and what it's gone through, and he adores it. With my husband, he knew what I looked like when I was 22 and before I had those babies. And then he watched me go through that process in every way. And then, I don't know, I just think I carried a lot of worry about my own body and I just couldn't get over myself even though he was constantly affirming me there's just something now that I feel incredibly beautiful starting at this point and knowing oh my gosh he loves this the way it is and that is so amazing
2: okay so I think as much as I loved my wife the sex wasn't where well, sort of the experience that I wanted it to be. And I basically felt shame uh, for that. So, you know, I was sort of made to feel like wanting better sex wasn't really an appropriate thing to want. And that I was sort of damaging the relationship by having any kind of expectations around that. Um, and I was disappointed that she didn't feel that way because it was important to me. And I sort of basically grew into this idea that actually having a sexual desire was important and was a way that I got meaning and connection. So that was just the way it was, you know, like, obviously there's nothing I can do about that. But now I am in the situation where my wife has died, and I've got this opportunity to try that again. It's it's not an opportunity I was trying to get, but it's, it's what's happened. So I'm just sort of exploring that. And that's given me the confidence to actually look for stuff that works for me, um, and to sort of allow myself to feel comfortable with these desires. And so I've got... You know, there's someone in my life who... I'm not sure if it's, like, love in my life or anything, but it's someone where there's that sexual freedom. And um, we both feel liberated, and we both feel the ability to explore sex in a way that we, neither of us felt we could. And it is, you know, it's allowing us to experience a <laughs> type of sex that we didn't really think was possible. It's, like, it's just insanely good. Um, and so that's it, really. It's just... It's interesting that that's a thing, you know that you can experience that. It's complicated. You know the context of of allowing us to feel that with the context of the past, and um, I just f- literally, genuinely felt like I was I had a problem and I was a bad person and all this sort of stuff, and now I've realised that that's not the case and it was just a mismatch on that particular you know wavelength. It's it's been really good to be able to explore a different way of feeling and and having comfort comfort in that. You know. and and being with someone that you can explore and be free about it, that's been really nice.
6: This is the absolute best sex
4: of my entire life. I feel more open and free and in my body than ever.
0: I used to be a completely different person before. I had no drive and was inhibited and didn't like my body. And
7: now I think part of me at one point felt like I had nothing to lose, but it was more than that. I felt like I came alive and I was just craving
0: it in a way that I hadn't before. I completely uninhibited. Now I feel crazy, sexy. I totally want, uh, want it like crazy all the time, every day. And It's only been with a couple of people, so it's been more limited than I want it to be, which is my only disappointment. But I feel like I'm totally changed from what I used to be, and I love it, and I don't want it to stop. I want to live like this.
5: So for me, grief has been very physical. So that means everything I feel, I feel intensely. Whether it's the grief, the pain, sadness, loss, frustration, laughter and joy, but also apparently you know, sexual tension and attraction. A friend of mine that I had known for a little while before my husband died, you know, we just started talking regularly after he died, and we were both in a place of needing comfort and support. And before I knew it, the widow's fire struck and burned hot and is still burning six months later i was so lucky to find somebody i I joke that the universe it was a, a karmic apology like here's here's your consolation prize we took your husband here's this guy it was less than two months after my husband died and i couldn't believe how deeply attracted i was to this guy who i had barely known it took a few dates before I could kiss him, and then another few dates before I could bring myself to have sex, but even before then, I have never in my life been so aroused, so turned on by a guy. It's the best sex I've ever had, it's toe-curling, hand-flapping, you know, mind-blowing kind of sex. And it's amazing, and it, it, it's, it's huge close intimacy along with the physical release has been hugely healing. Best sex of my life. Maybe it's the almost three years of unintentional abstinence, or maybe it's my new outlook on life, or maybe it's my personal post loss growth. Or maybe it's the connection I have with my boyfriend. Either way, pure fire. It's like one
3: o'clock in the morning. We hadn't really seen each other, much less touched each other, in, like, a week because I've had sick kids at home, and we kissed goodnight and ended up half naked in the front seat of the truck. (laughs) I've made out in cars before as a teenager, but man, it's been a minute, and, uh, yeah. Never have I ever... (laughs) It's been hot since the first time. He's the first and only guy that I've ever had multiples with. And yeah, it's been really hot and really different. And not that my sex life with my husband was bad. It was good. And we were getting more of that spark back after kids and a vasectomy and all that. But this new relationship has been hot since
2: the jump the sex with my new girlfriend is amazing i know widowhood changed me and what i want in life the sexual intimacy that was in my something i still want to have and need to have in my new relationship i have such a strong connection with my girlfriend she is also widowed and i think this common life experience offers an extra depth and understanding in our relationship. It, it brings a, a level of comfortableness and intimacy in our relationship that I value so much. I feel that the sex is so good because these qualities also extend into the bedroom.
0: I think we've established that there is a lot of anxiety and worry around the sexual experience, but there's also a lot of people having incredible sex myself included and I know a lot of you who are in the I haven't yet had it camp have some logistical questions and there are things that I would have wanted to know too before I got into this so let's jump into some of that
8: so I saw the question somebody had about asking your new partner what he likes versus just doing what your husband liked I think it's really simple. I would hope a new partner that I'm with is going to ask me what I like, and he has. And that opened up the door for me to ask him what he likes, and there's that feedback. It's just kind of part of being in the moment with them, and it should come up. And I expect it to keep coming up as we're getting to know each other, and it is so different with him than it was with my husband. It's all new and fresh and different.
5: Once I have decided I've waited long enough and that I was ready to start dating again, the first thing I did was went to see my doctor to get a referral to the gynecologist to put an IUD in. And that was my choice of contraception. And then it was weird, but start buying condoms again. Um... It's we're at a day and age where I felt like, for sure, you got to protect yourself. Not that that wasn't how I did it when I was younger, but I made sure I have all those things ready. When I first started dating again, I, you know, I went into it also thinking it's almost like the widow's fire was going crazy and um the desire was very high but i also felt a little bit unsure because this is also new so i completely understand but you prep for what could come so have all those things ready
1: i think the most honest you can be about your position on sexually transmitted diseases as you can be is important and just approaching it from a place of honesty and um support and just saying, I just want to be really upfront and I am wanting to make sure that we're both on the same page. And I, you know, was just with my husband for this period of time. And so I had never had to be concerned about this. And I think approach it from that position. And also, I mean, you can ask your partner to be tested or to get tested. And lastly, condoms. Yes. Yes. Use them. And if you want to be flirty, learn how to put them on in a fun way. And that makes it less of a weird thing. There is no end to how many people on the internet want to give you advice about sexual things. And so you can find tutorials, written video, in so many forms of anything you would want to know um, about being sex positive, being woman positive. All of these things, and then erotica is also a really cool thing, like the literature part of of that, and reading people describe things in such beautiful ways, and so there's also ideas in there, and to get you sorted out or at least back in the mode of thinking about how do I make this activity. Like everything I would like it to be as well, because honestly, it really is about resetting your own position. Sometimes like maybe you got in a rut or maybe you were always doing something the same way. And now you have an opportunity with a new person and with this new moment to really explore things that maybe you wouldn't have before. That's definitely been true for myself. And um, with my partner, I definitely find that he opens up things that I never thought about before. So that's kind of exciting, especially in this time when you think that things are scary, they can also be exciting and also just really fun.
0: So let's also get a few stories about first times. Some of them are great, some of them not so much. All of that I think is to be expected. If this is something you wanna talk more about in a safe place, The Facebook group we have going is a great spot for that because it's private and it's really a small group of people who could give you feedback or answer questions. In order to get into the Facebook group, it's really just a $5 contribution a month, which just helps me to keep the podcast going. This is not like my job. I have a regular job and I'm doing this because I think it's really important and your $5 or $10 if you want the bonus content, really actually does go a long way towards ensuring that I can keep this up while holding my part-time job so I don't have to get a full-time job, you know? So anyway, I mean, I really think the Facebook group is a great place to talk about it. So come join us if you are able. But for now, let's hear these stories.
9: Sex post-loss was something very different than what it had been for me. My first experience with it was with somebody I had been dating for about a month before, and it was so bad. And I felt like I had no idea what I was doing. He was not the person I should have been doing it with because he made me feel like shit afterwards and uh, pretty much instant regret. And I was so upset. and cried because I thought I was never going to have sex again and it was just horrible. I think it was also compounding with the fact that I just missed being touched and jumped into something too soon. After that ended, I spent some time with myself and figuring out what I wanted, what I liked, and I started to exercise more consistently. And then I started to see results with my body and that just made me fall in love with myself a little bit more, which I know sounds very conceited, but if I don't love myself, then who will? So after that, I started dating a little bit more frequently and I figured out what I liked. And then I was able to tell people what I wanted in a relationship. And from then on, the sex that I've had has been great. I've learned that communication is so important and I am not afraid to tell people what I like and what works for me. And they in turn feel comfortable in telling me what works for them. And with that combination, it's just amazing.
8: For me, it was different because it was almost like four and a half, almost five years. So I think I was just ready to get over with, like try something with someone else. But I was making sure that I wasn't gonna be like daydreaming or thinking about my spouse. Strangely, I wasn't nervous. I was really comfortable and I ended up enjoying myself. It was, you know, cool. I wouldn't say that it was better. I would just say it was different. I think it's because I'm different. You know what I'm saying? As I look back at my old life and then I revel in like what's going on now, it's just different. I don't know. I sometimes wish we could meet each other like the old me and the new me, you know? Oh, one thing, the guy that I did decided to have sex with his name was really close to my late husband's so I did like say to myself OMG do not call out like I would have been so embarrassed you know oh like worthy. could you imagine but I enjoyed it we're still friends so my first time was like three months after my wife passed away and I did not feel guilty at all. How terrible is that? My wife had cancer. She was sick for about a year. And um, we didn't have sex that whole year. I was just like a caretaker. I just felt like that switch was off for a long time. I know three months later, I like met someone, which was a friend and that was with me at the hospital. And it was just someone that I confined in and someone that shared like the pain. And it happened, and I did not feel guilty at all. Like, not once. i at work in the bathroom right now, trying
7: to stay quiet. There's marble all around me, so that's why there's echo. But I have to say, this is the best sex I've ever had in my life. I'm 38, so my libido is definitely helping a lot because I never had any libido before. But I have to say, it's hot. Risky, steamy, everything you can think of. Doing it in his truck, in an empty parking lot, in his apartment. Um, When he had guests over quietly, like everything you can imagine. All the fantasies. It's insane. And I don't feel any guilt. Um, I feel guilt sometimes when it comes to the love aspect, that's for sure. But I don't necessarily feel guilt about the sex.
6: My first experience was actually with like a friends with benefits type situation. I had reached out um, to a single dad friend that was a mutual friend of Matt and I's. You know, I didn't feel guilty about it. Um, I was excited about it. It was nice to feel desired and wanted was a little weird, <laughs> I think, especially the first time. Just awkward, which I think is kind of how it is for any first experience anyway. But I didn't know if I was going to cry or what I was going to do. So I did warn him ahead of time. But, um, you know, that wasn't my experience with that. I was really glad to have, I guess, kind of ripped the Band-Aid and just know that I was going to be okay um, kind of entering into a new sexual relationship with someone because I was kind of petrified that it just wouldn't be the same. And, you know, of course it wouldn't be the same, but, you know, it would be a really sad experience. And sex shouldn't be sad. Sex should be fun. And I had some fun, so. My
7: fiancé and I are waiting until we're married to have sex. But even just knowing that, like, someone else is interested in that with me has been, like, crazy. That was, like, a hard part of my marriage. And so um, it left me with a lot of insecurities and a lot of thoughts that I didn't know had been placed in my head in that area. Um, And so having a new person who appreciates me and is, like, interested in that way has been really crazy. And even just, like, the first time we hugged and kissed, like, it was so much more intentional and intense than it had been previously. And trust me when I say that waiting for marriage has not been the easiest thing to do. We both feel very intensely about one another, but that's the commitment that we made to one another and to God at the beginning of our relationship. And so we are doing our best to honor that decision. And we're very excited for two and a half months from now when that will no longer be an issue for us and we will have said that like we made it and then we can experience that together and I think it's just gonna be really
10: beautiful but also a
7: little intense and terrifying (laughs) if
10: I'm being honest okay so it was about just under a year before the year anniversary that um A widow friend, I had made a local widow friend who had lost her husband the same way as mine, suicide. She, we came from two totally different backgrounds. I mean, I'm a Midwest girl and she's from here in Southern California. And I just know that we would never have been friends if it weren't for this thing that we shared. She was kind of a party girl and she was really excited for, she was a few years ahead of me and said, hey, when you're ready to go out, let me know. Okay, and we decided to, I don't know, I was ready to go out. I had just started to put myself out on Bumble. So we went to the local. Track on Fridays, they have a concert for um, the, after the horse races. I don't know, it was like as if I had a sign on my forehead that said that I was available and ready. Um, I was getting hit on left and right, which was like you know, it had been years, and I, I don't know, I just must have been putting out the vibes. And we were having beers and listening to this band, and I look over and I'm like, oh my God, now who is she talking to? And it was these two guys who looked small. And she turns to me and she said, hey, these two guys are jockeys. To which I was like, oh, here we go. And next thing you knew, I was talking to one of them, who was my height, by the way, not too small. And I could not hear a single thing that he was saying. I just knew that he was totally cute. And I had, um, you know, just nice intoxication going on. And next thing I know, she says, hey, they have, um, do you want to go back to their place? And I said, "Uh, yeah, sure. It was like I knew that this is what needed to happen that I was going to have sex for the first time in two years. And in the time between leaving the concert and going to their place, I shared what uh, my friend and I had in common, that our husbands had died the same way. And it almost felt very freeing even to just say that. And I even shared that um, it had been a long time since I had been dating and been out. And it was like he knew too, It was the craziest thing and pretty much like as soon as we got there um, we ended up in a room making out turned into the hottest sex that it was like two years of pent up energy and trauma. I just can't even explain it. I was really glad, I've never done anything like this before in my life, but there was something that felt so perfect. Like I felt like I was never gonna see this guy again and I just needed to get it out of the way because I was so worried about relationships and like how emotional this could possibly be. And I just didn't want it to be like that. I just knew I needed to essentially be back in the saddle. Ha 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 with the jockey. Um, and yeah, I was prepared to never see him again. And we got Ubers to go home, you know, that was a good time, you know, and said goodbye. And right before I got in the Uber, he got my number and we ended up keeping in touch and having the most lovely fling, like really for like a few months, hottest sex of my life. Like, It was like I became a woman again. It was like he woke something up that had died in me with my husband. And the way he saw me as being hot and sexy. I'm just incredibly grateful for that experience. I never would have thought that this was something that would have happened. But it just, in a sense, feels really perfect. And the next relationship that I was in... I ended up telling him about the jockey and I said, look, I wouldn't be here today. I would have been scared out of my mind if it weren't for him. So, um, just, it's very much part
0: of my story and I'm proud of it. Isn't it interesting how many people talk about guilt? And how many people have guilt for not having guilt? I know I don't have any real authority to say this and You all know this intimately, but like we really don't have to carry guilt. We don't have a choice here. If you have guilt because of faith or religious beliefs, that's like a separate story. But the human body was created for sex. We are adults. The person we want to be with is gone. Give yourself this gift of having positive sexual experiences. I guess I just want to implore you to release the guilt and the guilt for not being guilty. (laughs) I found this helpful to hear people's stories. I hope you did too. And that is it for this week. See you in the next one.